0: I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 167. My review of the map of tiny, perfect things. Well, I thought it was time to put aside some of these political podcasts that I've been doing for the last month or longer, and get back to reviewing some great science fiction on television and the map of tiny perfect things from the short story by lev grossman who wrote the magicians and the screenplay of the map of tiny perfect things was also by him i thought that would be a good place to go to for a wonderful science fiction movie and i was right It debuted on Amazon Prime Video just a few days ago, and I saw it last night. Now, its ratings on Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes are in the 6 to 7 range, but what else is new? I think it's much better than that and those myopic critics. In fact, I would put it to be well over 9 on a scale of 1 to 10. Now, the map of Tiny Perfect Things, uh, it's been said to be a Groundhog Day, the holiday and the movie, meets Valentine's Day, just the holiday, but this movie is more than that also. In fact, I'd say the map of Tiny Perfect Things is not perfect, but it's close enough. Well, the similarity with Groundhog Day, which by the way, I'd give a 10 on that scale, is Mark, in the map, is reliving the same day. He confides this to his friend Henry, who, aware of Groundhog Day, suggests that Mark might be able to break out of this time loop by getting a girlfriend. And uh, I should mention that I like movies that explicitly reference other movies. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but it adds a nice meta touch. So Mark is in the process of trying to do that, that is, get a girlfriend at the pool, and his modus operandi is trying to stop a beach ball from hitting a candidate for his girlfriend. But Mark's not having much luck. That is, until Margaret enters the picture literally and figuratively, and then everything changes. Slowly. Mark and Margaret are clearly having fun and are really attracted to one another, but Margaret says no when Mark wants to kiss her. He's a little hurt, of course, and even more so when he connects this demural to Margaret's leaving each evening after receiving a phone call from a medical student, Jared. Ah, the course of true love never did run smooth, as Shakespeare pointed out, especially when that course is a time loop. That's something that I'll point out. But here is where the movie takes a crucial turn. As Mark and Margaret pull apart, we find Margaret at the center of the story. She's still in the same time loop as is Mark, but it turns out that this is her time loop, and as her story unfolds, we learn that, indeed, it's much more her time loop than it is Mark's. Her mind, or whatever created the time loop, because her mother is dying, that's why she created the time loop, And Margaret didn't want to lose her mother. She didn't want that day to end, which makes perfect sense. And actually, I like that raison d'etre for the time loop even better than the reason in Groundhog Day. But the one thing Margaret didn't expect to count on was finding someone like Mark. And, okay, I won't spill any more of the plot. I will say, though, that I thought the title, which was well-explicated in the movie, doesn't do the truest heart and soul of the movie sufficient justice. But the acting was great, both Kyle Allen as Mark and especially Catherine Newton as Margaret. She was gorgeous and vibrant, just what the character called for. And the music was excellent, too, especially The Bruises closing 1992, that's the title, which not only worked just right for the movie, but it's an app song for the real world all around us today. I'll end by mentioning here's another much lesser-known song that came to mind as I was watching The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. I knew you by heart.
1: I knew you by heart. The sun that plays on your face when I'm touching your cheek. The way it falls into place every time that we. Like we were never I knew The Light on Light Through podcast.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that review of The Map of Tiny Perfect Things. By the way, that's me singing, in case you didn't recognize my voice, in I Knew You By Heart. One of the tracks from my 2020 album, Welcome Up Songs of Space and Time. You can hear it on Spotify, iTunes, all over the place. You can get it on CD. In fact, Light in the Attic Records has a vinyl of that album. And Old Bear Records were the producers of the album. And I have to thank Chris Hoisington for that production. By the way, I wrote the lyrics to I Knew You by Heart. And Peter Rosenthal, who played guitar on my 1972 LP, Twice Upon a Rhyme, wrote the music to that. Well, I'll be back here soon with another episode of Light On, Light Through. Could be another review, could be some more political commentary, who knows. In the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and enjoy.